Nadir, just looking at that uh, fuel price, and I see, you know, some of our listeners having a conversation about over-recoveries, and are we likely to see a cut in the price? And by how much would you venture a guess? Yeah, you know, I mean, we've seen that, we've, we've seen this over the past we've seen um, the government pressure, you know, that peaked probably at about um, $117 per barrel this year, and come all the way down to under $80 a barrel. In fact, it's found some level of stabilization around $80 a barrel this year, uh, $80 a barrel. Now, obviously, the biggest determinant of fuel prices is the, is the oil price. So, you know, the, the oil price, the significant decline we've seen there should translate into uh, lower petrol prices. But then a further compounding factor for the, for the prices to go lower would obviously be the rand dollar exchange rate. So, um, and we've seen the rand strengthen from lows of around 11 rand city, which we saw, um, which we saw in September. So I think um, overall, you know, we should, we've already seen um, one petrol price decline last month. We should see a fairly significant uh, decline again um, into 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 December, and I think that's good news for consumers, Absolutely. given that uh, they're going to get a bit of a relief over the festive season. So I think we can expect to see further petrol price cuts and. Um, Possibly even more moving moving into next year, you know, because uh, the oil price has been has been coming down quite quite significantly. Nigerian Central Bank they've devalued the currency by eight percent. Why is this? Yeah, you know, I think um, Sakina, what we've been seeing in the global economy of of, of late is that uh, central banks have been trying to stimulate the economy. They've been trying to um, cut interest rates. They've been trying to devalue their currency, and that's all been on the back of trying to promote uh, exports from their countries. So, you know, obviously, the weaker your currency, the more attractive your exports look um, to your trading partners because they look cheaper. So, you know, that uh, gets exports going and hopefully gets economic growth going. So. I think um, the Nigerian Central Bank, you know, they have a similar idea in mind, especially given that uh, they're so heavily dependent on oil exports. Um, and, we, you know, we, we mentioned it in the previous segment about how, uh, what a tough time oil, um, the oil prices have been having declining quite, quite drastically. So I think it's all about trying to, trying to devalue their currency to make exports more competitive and to increase uh, exports and, and, and have a positive knock-on effect onto, onto GDP growth. So we've seen the Bank of Japan do the same thing um, for the long time, up until very recently when the U.S. wrapped up their quantitative easing program. We saw them doing the same thing. Um, we see the, 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 the European Central Bank, in essence, uh, doing exactly the same thing we see every time Mario Draghi talks about uh, more stimulus, we see the euro weakening quite significantly, and we've seen the euro weakening substantially. So, you know, it's been, it's been a, a it's, it's, well, I wouldn't say it's a direct strategy from many central banks, but they certainly enjoy the indirect fruits of, of, of a weaker currency um, through central bank action. So I think, you know, it's no different in the case of Nigeria. Mm. And uh, UK GDP figures coming out today, what can we expect there, Nadir? Yeah, you know, the UK has been the one beacon of light in the in the within the overall European economy. They're obviously not part of the they're not part of the 
the eurozone, but um, they have they have been the one beacon of light in that in that region. You know, we've seen the property sector has recovered quite significantly. Um, well, yeah, the property sector has been the most encouraging. We see PMI numbers there remain robust, well over 50 index points indicating expansion, um, and we see consumption patterns remain relatively robust, and that should tick up even more moving into the festive season. So, I think what we could expect to see from the from the UK is um, an encouraging GDP data point, nothing, nothing that's going to really surprise the markets, but certainly more significant growth out of the UK than what we're seeing in the Eurozone, you know, where they're really in the doldrums. So the market will be expecting a fairly decent number for economic growth in the third quarter. We've seen the US came out with a bumper number um, yesterday or just the other day, and, you know, we, we're expecting probably not on the same level as that because the Eurozone is a major, major trading partner of the UK and it's going through a tough patch, but certainly um, a, a, positive, a, a positive GDP number for, for, for the UK within the Eurozone.